Welcome back everyone to the Gaming on a Brain podcast. This is episode number 13. I'm Mark. This is I'm Glenn. This is Glenn. As always. Um, today's episode we're going to be talking about Fighting Force, um, the game that came out originally on the PlayStation N64. Almost came out on a Saturn but didn't quite make it. And it also came out on the Windows PC as well at the time. Yeah. The um, It was a, a fairly well received game but we'll get into that shortly. Before we do get into that, just want to say thank you for watching, for listening as always. Um, you know, please share amongst your friends so and try and get recognition for the channel a bit higher. We'd like to keep doing this and um, keep bringing you content every week or every other week or whenever we can. Um, before we get into the main segment, I just want to share a bit of news with you guys. And that is all around the release of the Quest 3, which came out this week. Right now it's the 14th of October 2023, um, so this week yet the Quest 3 released to the general public. If you're not aware of what the Quest is, it's the standalone VR device um, released by Meta, who originally was uh, Oculus. So the Quest 3, successor obviously to the Quest 2, um, released for 479.99, I believe it was, for the 128GB version. Or a massive 620 quid for the 512 gigabyte version. The reason I say massive is because the Quest 2 released, I think it was around about 350 pounds or something like that. Um, so the prices went up significantly really for this generation. But for what you're getting extra, it's kind of worth it. Now, if you've never played on a Quest system before, I recommend you do. If you know anyone who's got one, give it a try. VR is a great thing. I'm sure it's going to be bigger and bigger as future goes on you know yeah i've enjoyed a bit of vr myself it's been a while beat so, saber I, I, something i definitely did enjoy for a few years there is there's a few really good games there and there's some mainline games as well like resident evil 4 and things like that that you can play as well in vr and it is it's mind-blowing when you play through a game in vr resident evil 7 um not on quest but on the psvr for example but um a couple of things just if you if you are thinking about buying a quest for your one of your children or anything or yourself for Christmas perhaps, um, I would completely recommend going with the new quest. The reason being, at some point they will make quest three exclusive games, which you won't be able to play on the quest one or quest two, unless you you know sideload perhaps. But that's a different conversation for another day. Um, a couple of the things that have improved. So again, the resolution's improved over the Quest 2, so it looks better. The um, It now has colour pass-through instead of the monochrome pass-through that was on the Quest 2. A lot of these things won't mean anything to you unless you've had a Quest 2 or you've used one. Um, there's a new Snapdragon XR2 Gen 2 processor in there, which means the graphics and everything are a lot better. It runs a bit faster. Some of the older games, well, probably all of the games will see benefits from this new processor and new resolution as well the um the controllers themselves have improved in the sense that the what was originally the tracking ring around the top of the controllers has now been removed so you're no longer clashing uh, tracking rings together when you're trying to bring your hands close together and um, they're now actually on the face plate of the controller itself the um speakers in the head strap are now better as well so they do sound more dynamic um, much better than the old ones there's new pancake lenses which replace the fresnel fresnel lenses that were in the quest 2 they look much better and actually offer a slightly wider wider field of view as well um, 
There's no exclusive Quest 3 games at the time of speaking, but we know there will be, like I mentioned earlier. Um, but there is a couple of games already out that are going to receive Quest 3 updates, which will improve the graphics, graphics significantly and everything. One negative thing to say about it, just like when the Quest 2 released and the Quest 1, the head strap is pretty rubbish that you get out the box. Um, right now, there isn't any aftermarket ones available, but there is mention of some coming very soon. So if you are going to buy one, considering, you know, like the 479 or £620 just for the Quest itself, you'll also have to factor in probably about £40-£50 for a good headset as well if you want to make it comfortable to use. So just keep that in mind. When you could probably pick up a Quest 2 for like 300 quid second hand or 200 quid second hand even you know but yeah look it's, it would make a fantastic christmas present so if you are in the in the hunt for one keep an eye out there could be some offers in the run up to christmas but um no it, it'll be a a lovely present for a christmas day i think for one of your children ideally over the age of 12 to open you know but that's enough banging on from me glenn i know everything i just said went over your head um Let's get into it. We'll see you in about 40 seconds after the infamous music of the Gaming on the Brain podcast. I'm sure you'll enjoy. See you soon, people. Bye now. Bye now. You've got Gaming on the Brain. Welcome back, everyone. So, Glenn, Fighting Force, PlayStation. PlayStation in particular, anyway. So, we've just had a playthrough um, tonight just to refresh ourselves on that game. And I remember, there's probably a lot of people out there going to hate us for what I'm about to say next. But I remember back in the, uh, back in, I think it was about 90, it probably was about 97, I think this game had just came out. Yeah, it was 97, wasn't it? Released yeah. <clears throat> so, if I remember rightly, if I'm getting this the right way, Final Fantasy VII released just before it. This, uh, I believe it would have. Yeah, I mean, obviously that would have, yeah, just destroyed anything else at the time. If if I've got it wrong, then the the story still applies for another game. But what I remember doing, my dad, do you remember that toy and video computer shop right at the top of the town, next to um, I think it was uh, along with where Isles and that is and that Bananas place and stuff. Uh, like yeah, that. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think I do remember that. Rabbit yes. or whatever it's called. Aye. Um, so there was a little shop there yeah. that used to be run by like an oldish lady, and um, they had like quite a few PlayStation games and that in. And I remember I was in town with my dad one day, and not talking about Markcliffe, are you? That's not Markcliffe. It, it might have been. It might have been. Yeah. And I bought um, I bought Final Fantasy VII because I mean it looked absolutely amazing. It was getting fantastic reviews. I'll be honest, I'd never. I'd never really played an RPG up until that point because it's not something I, I yeah. knew, I, knew I would like or not, not if I'd like. <clears throat> Sorry, got a cold. Um, and anyway, I picked up Final Fantasy. It must have been forty pound or whatever it was at the time. Got at home, played probably about five or six hours. I think I remember getting to the end of the first disc, and um, yeah, I couldn't get into it. So I'm probably going to catch a bit of flack 
for saying that, but it just didn't gel well with me at all. Each to the bone, I suppose. I mean, I weren't really into RPGs myself. like. Yeah. So anyway, the following week, I think it was, I took it back. And Fighting Force was the other game I had in my hand when I picked up Final Fantasy. And I, I managed to swap it back to them for Fighting Force. And when I got Fighting Force home, I was over the moon because it was more my style of game. Yeah. Didn't have to think, you know, you just hit buttons. Um, and it was a game that I really, really gelled well with and thoroughly enjoyed. And, I mean, I'll see it now. It's a bit of a spoiler to what's going to come at the end. But I think as a take, a 3D take on what was essentially 2D gaming style in, in a beat-em-up, yeah. did a really Stick good job yeah. of it, Yeah, if I'm honest. But, um, I mean, what what was your thoughts there, Glenn, just playing through it again after all these years? Well, um, it was fun to play through again. I mean, um, you might notice that we use a cheat because I remember we played through yeah. it at the time and it was a, it's it gets to be quite tough. I mean, you start with one life and uh, you've got to build on your continues. You've got to grind a little bit to even get that. So it reminds us a little bit of some of the problems with Double Dragon 3 on the NES as far as like that that um, element goes and that you, you need to get through a good portion of the game before you can guarantee getting further. Um, it's, it is a good, solid take on a 3D beat-em-up. I can't disagree with that. I mean, me personally, I'll always, like, I think, well, we're both, we'll probably always prefer our classic 2D beat-em-ups. This is something a lot more precise and more um, fluid about a 2D beat-em-up, like Streets of Rage or Final Fight. But as far as 3D beat-em-ups go, and there's not that many out there. I mean, you know, the, 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 one of the most well-known one being uh, Die Hard Arcade or Dying My Dicker, as it's, it's also called in Japan. That's probably one of the most well-known that has like a big name attached to it. Um, but it, it's, a, it's a good, solid game for its time, 1997, you know. Um, like I say, we've just done a full playthrough. Now, I haven't personally played that game for about, would I say... A, did I say 15 years? Well, I, I think, think I think it was probably 97, 98 exactly. so when I had it. Say 25 years. Uh, and I, I remembered a lot about it as I was playing it. I remembered quite a bit from what I remember playing in the day, which I thought was quite good. That it must have at least um, it imprinted on us that, that I could remember so much about it. I did find did. playing it through again just now recently to be a little slog, a little bit of a slog towards the end. I mean, it is quite a long game. Um but again, we'll get into that in a bit more. But it was still it was enjoyable. I mean, it wouldn't be as enjoyable in one player, uh, but to play in a two-player game and that, and uh, you do have uh, four pretty diverse characters. Like so, uh, it's it's better than some of the three D beat 'em ups out there. Like one example being like Soul Fighter, the Dreamcaster single player with three different characters. You know, let's um, let's mm. circle back to what you just said there about it being a bit of a slog. Because um, I think we need to obviously talk about that. But before we do that, let's just get into a little bit of um, the history, etc. Because it's got a bit of it a, has got a bit, bit of a history behind history. it. Some people will know now, um, but it is it. If you don't know, it's really worth knowing. I mean, I'll let Mark explain this part, but so it's very good. If if you look this up, there's there's basically two versions of a similar story. Um, the first one being that um, core design who who uh, programmed and designed the game. Um, you might know as well, yeah, who were also yeah. responsible for Back the first the few Tomb Raiders. Um, they originally pitched the idea to Sega, and Sega knocked it back because at the time they said they had their own ideas. Um, the, the, they probably wouldn't want to compete with Dynamite Decker as well, would they? Yeah, know? I mean, obviously, the game they were pitching here was the Streets of Age 4. I mean, that's yeah. surely that's a, a no brainer, mm-hmm. right? But, um, and that has been confirmed, hasn't it? Yes, yeah. Sega turned around and said they had ideas of their own that for taking the, the Streets of Age franchise forward, which is fair enough. But then, if you if you read the story that's over on um, the Fighting Force wiki on fandom, apparently the game was agreed to be 
programmed along with Sega and programmed by Idol, uh, is by Core. Um, Sega were planning to publish this exclusively for the Sega Saturn, but then when Core got grand ideas about um, releasing it on multi-formats, Sega pulled the Streets of Rage name, yeah. and then it led to Core finishing the game as an independent IP and having Idos along for the publishing rights. So I, I, I think, I, you know, whichever one's true, probably the second one, I think, in this case, it yeah, sounds, yeah. it feels very much like what Streets of Rage 4 would have been back in, like, 1997, you know. Um, so two two good stories there. The game released on the N64 as a full like version. It's yeah. yeah. Well, it's got a couple of little changes here now. It is. Features, it, yeah. it released in 1997 originally for the PlayStation and PC. Sorry, I think the PC version came 98. Um, but it released 97 on the PSX, 98 or 99 maybe for the PC version. And then the N64 version is Fighting Force 64 released in 1999, um, published by Crave Entertainment this time. And... Like Glenn just said there, there is a couple of subtle differences. One, the graphics get a, a minor uptick. Yeah, in, in, as they should do, I should yeah. expect, yeah, with N64, smoother. You know, you you lose all of the wobbly textures and stuff like that you get on the PlayStation. Um, on top of that, I had a little 10, 15-minute go on it today. I've never played it before, I don't think. And it does feel markedly faster yeah, and so more it fluent. It's like it's it's almost running at sixty frames per second, where the PlayStation ones run at thirty. PS One version after playing it again more recently does feel a bit soupy. It if feels that's a dated. Word I can use. Yeah. yeah, where but where just to interject with Mark here for a sec as well, where I still don't get that feel from even like the Street to Edge Two, Street to Edge Three. Don't, they're, they're very you fluid know, very, games. Yeah, very they? precise, sharp. You know, crystal. Yeah, it could it could hardly be um, coined as you know. Uh, something sharp this game it's the exact it's opposite ball, feels like you're walking through treacle yeah. a lot of the time but you know we'll get to that later and whether it knocks the game down at all but the um, so I think the N64 version actually feels like it might play a little bit better yeah so I, it I, I probably will go through Come the back. N64 I mean, version in full when you've got the old uh, 64 added on the title there as they were wanting to do back in the day you always expected some improvements or changes yeah uh, in the very least so um plus it was a set, uh, soundtrack's a bit different as well isn't it They're yeah that's it yeah so the on, on the playstation version the soundtrack is just it's kind of like dreary ambience ambience elevated music isn't it? not even it's not even elevated music that'd be pleasant yeah <laughs> or mostly pleasant where on on the n64 version because obviously they haven't got the cd audio or the red book audio like the psx has it tends to have like a a more generic dancey you know, but the irony being, it's better, it's yeah, better for it than the, what the CD could bring them exactly up at the I, time. Yeah, it feels a little bit more like what a Streets of Rage soundtrack would have been, but nowhere near as good, obviously. You know. work, was work, yeah. Here's the PlayStation version. And here's the N64 version. Sounds a bit more like a drum and bass track. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, on top of that, the only other change that I'm aware of is uh, you get lives in the N64 version where you only get one life on the PlayStation and PC version. And you don't earn, you don't have continues instantly. You've got to earn continues as you go through the game. So I started playing this a couple of days back just to warm myself up on it again and remind myself how it played. And I couldn't get past the first level. So I said to Glenn today when he came up, I says we're putting invulnerability on because it's the only way we're going to get through the game. Yeah. And I think it was a good choice in the end, mate. Definitely, yeah. At least we're saying all the third. It weren't that long. The uh, In terms of history, I don't think there's anything really much more to say. It's, um, I think, playing through it, seeing it, you can clearly feel the inspiration from the Streets of Age franchise. Yeah, I mean, um, the feels there, obviously the, the, the combat system is not exactly the same. Um, as it's expected to be from a when you transition from what would have been a 2D beat em up to a 3D beat em up. But I think what we've got is quite solid, again, comparing it against some of its contemporaries of the time, um, as far as a, a 3D combat system goes. I mean, you, you're now literally moving and fighting in, in obviously, in a, a 3D environment, so you you can hit people on all angles, you know, just like you would. It does quite a good job of it as well, though, doesn't it? Because, like you said earlier, when we were playing it, like the tracking is quite good. And when, yeah. we, when we speak yeah. of tracking, if you think of games like SmackDown and that on the PlayStation, that you can you can suddenly be hitting one person and then the tracking will change to another wrestler and you'll you'll not be hitting the guy you want to hit. Where on this, you you are aiming, you know, you're aiming yourself in the direction you want to attack, but it tends to work most of the time pretty well. Um, and you know, you, you end up hitting a bad guy. Although in two player mode, you end up hitting each other just as much. Yeah, that's true. <coughs> I mean. Uh... It's, uh, oh, it's worth pointing out, and I'm just uh, having a look here now. I'll just chuck this in there. In Japan, the game's called Metal Fist, Metal which I Fist, think is yeah. absolutely cool. Like, that's a cool name. We should have called it Metal Fist. I mean, I think I'm going to try and um, just make my own game and call it Metal Fist, just because it sounds all cool. Like. Now, um, there was a, um, as we discussed just earlier there, the game was originally planned to be a Sega Saturn only release. Now, um, what happened was. The Sega Saturn version, because obviously the Sega Saturn did so well, <laughs> um, they decided to pull the plug on it. Mm-hmm. So there is out there a prototype and apparently rumoured to be a complete yeah. version. Um, but I, I did want to try and get some video of it for the podcast, but I haven't been able to lay my hands on it. If anyone is able to get it, please drop us a comment on YouTube so we can get in touch, because I'd like to have a playthrough myself. So if you've got a, got a ROM now or an ISO image... Give us a shout because I'd love to have a try. So yeah, I'd, I'd appreciate that. But um, as I mentioned earlier as well, it was made by the same team that bought you the original few Tomb Raider games. So I think anticipation was quite high for yeah. release. It it released to a couple of high marks. Like yeah, it got so it got midland uh, midland to good reviews. I mean at the time, um, I remember a couple of good reviews. I believe in Player Magazine at the time, possibly a uh, PlayStation Power as well. Could have been PlayStation Pro because there were so many similar uh, theme magazines and named magazines here in the UK. But uh, I, m- I remember like liking it. I mean, Mark. I mean, you got it. Obviously, I, I you know, you it. got it. It wasn't a game I was going to buy. I mean, I was in me sort of like transitional phase where I was moving from me two D beat ups into like me three D uh, into me car combat stuff like uh, Twisted Metal. So I'd sort of semi lost interest in uh, beat em ups, and I had a sort of minor interest in fighting games at the time. Although they, you, you still played more f- fighting games than I did at that yeah, time. Yeah, I, I did. I was just curious, and I just I wasn't very good at them, but. Um, but when you got uh, Fighting Force, I remember seeing you playing it, and I, I was excited at the time to give it a shot. You know, definitely remember at that time being really impressed by the playthrough we had. Again, I, I, I do remember feeling that it took long 
But then, I mean, I feel that way sometimes about, like, say, Final Fight or even uh, Streets of Rage, you know? Um, when they start to stretch over an hour, you're like, right, I'm ready to, to well, move on now. Yeah, well, said we'll come back to this. So, <clears throat> this is it. I mean, for me, like, a, a typical beat-em-up game, right? So, you can pick Final Fight. I'm not going to say any of the Streets... Well, maybe Streets of Rage 1 a little bit. Um, you know, like, the likes of Rival Turf, DD Crew, all... You know, you name it, beat-em-up, bar the exception of a few. After... Half an hour of sort of mashing the buttons. Usually half an hour, yeah. I get bored. The thing is, and all I think, you know, a lot of with just beating ups in general and fighting force is guilty of this, is that you, you've got, only got so many uh, locations you can use. I mean, if you're going to use basically the same theme as The Warriors, the film The Warriors, obviously classic, uh, you, you're going to run out of uh, different environments. You're going quite to have quick. a subway Double station. Dragon's done it, <laughs> Renegade's done it, you know, you're going to have your subway station, you're going to have your a streets. park level, probably a streets level, probably a construction site at some point. Yeah. Uh, definitely a level on a lift. I mean, if you if you oh, have a beat up game, you don't have a level on a lift, you're cancelled, you know. Um, and, you know, so you expect that. And if you don't get it, you get the point where you're like, you're even more disappointed that you didn't get it, which I think is crazy. So whether you like this or not, Fighting Force is guilty of all those tropes, so that's a good and bad thing to remember at the same time if you haven't played the game. And for me personally, I think it is a good thing because what they've done is, I know it sounds probably stupid, but they've taken what is essentially a 2D format game, transitioned it into 3D and done a, a good job of doing that, probably by not trying to change the formula. You know, it's like it, it plays like a 2D beat-em-up would, but in 3D. Yeah, to some degree, I mean, to some degree, yeah. I mean, you've got a grab button now, which is obviously way more, makes more sense than just walking into an enemy in a 3D game, so you can, uh, you've got more control over that, you know. Um, I th- you know, you've, you've got a few different basic combos, like any 2D fighting game, you've got, uh, once you've grappled an opponent, you've got a few moves you can do from that uh, from that point on as well. The jumping attacks, but I find I don't even use the, regular the jump attacks. jumping attack. kick is hopeless. Part of it's probably to do with playing with invincibility as well, so I found it useless. But I know in, like, say, even the first Street to Rage, jumping attacks can be very handy. Golden Axe, obviously, can be very handy. for good crowd control, isn't good, it? Yeah, it's good crowd control without using a move that uses energy, which obviously Fighting Force actually has as well as Final Fighting Street to Rage 2 onwards and so on. Um, so, <laughs> but the crowd control move is quite good, obviously. Except for one exception, I play through the our walkthrough as Ben, Ben Smasher, and uh, his crowd control is he, he like whacks the ground with his fists, and, that, and uh, the area recovers is massive, and you can knock each other down. And I didn't know if that was a glitch in the system at all or what, but uh, I'm catching Mark out even when he's like halfway up the screen and that, pretty much out like yeah, it's not it's not a, yeah. not a two-player friendly move, it's is it? No, and you can hit each other quite a bit, which again isn't really a problem for our walk through, for our playthrough. But I mean, it would be if you were playing a multiplayer, even if the hits were like minor, because I mean, obviously you've got you've got all the one guy and you're kicking the crap out of him, and then if you accidentally hit you, you mate, yeah, you know, you you, you just broke the floor, like, uh, broke the floor, like. Now, um, as Glenn just mentioned, one of the characters there, I might as well give you a bit more information about the characters. So you've got um, four playable characters, as Glenn did say. Um, you've you've got two all-rounders, which you can probably, if, if you want to compare to Street of Rage, which some people will, you, you've basically your Axel and your Blaze. So you've got Hawk Manson, I think it is, um, Mace Daniels, so that's the, the typical boy and girl. Okay, so Hawk's like got basically tougher, um, a little bit slower. Yeah, your, your Axel and your Blaze. Yeah, Mace is a little bit faster, but not as tough as Hawk. Um, then you've got 
Ben Smasher Max, Jackson. Yeah, obviously Max. Who's, who's your Max? Three to two Max. Yeah, and then you've got uh, Alana McKendrick, which is basically your skate, isn't it? Yeah. So no, she, she's, she's like, like a game, young seventeen-year-old yeah. girl. I've I've never even played as her, but I'm assuming you don't do any damage when you hit people. <laughs> they were so. good cast. I mean, they were good solid cast of characters. I mean. Uh, Actually, funny analogy there. I actually rarely play as skate in Street Rage 2. I don't ever, cops, ever play right? as uh, um, skate. I just didn't. I mean, I'd always be a max player myself. But um, quick quick mention of uh, opponents and enemies. I mean, I'm not going too much into depth in the mooks themselves. There's, there's not much depth anyway. They, there's, they're, very, they're quite generic. Um, the army, where in like, the Street Rage games and Final Fight, they had very, very diverse personalities, which I thought was great. And here they've got different names and the different looking models, but don't seem to attack you in very different ways apart from uh, one enemy towards the end of the game where he has like a, an electric fist so he can use like a single hit that knocks you down but so they appear in the arse then but apart from that the enemies didn't seem to have any special sort of they'll probably do have a couple of different moves even there but nothing major but the four bosses I'll quickly go into them um, again though not that interesting sadly uh, good but not great in fact the first time that you face the first boss you're not really sure you're fighting the boss until like you realise he's taking a bit more to kill than anybody else. And he's a truck driver, and his name is uh, Driver. Driver. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's called Driver, and I mean, you know, and he, he's pretty much what you look like. But I set him out the deal while we're playing. I mean, he's hardly like damned or Barbon, you know, or even um, Antonio from Street to Edge One. You know what I mean? Who comes on looking like a, something out of a, out of a, um, a police academy film? But I'll I'll move on from that. Um, the second boss is Exo. And he's another big guy, like Driver from the level one, uh, but again, didn't really seem to have anything special about him. Looks like he has a pair of metal hands and that, but he has nothing yeah. really going from his divin. He's I mean, got, well, he's got like a, it looks like an exoskeleton suit on, doesn't it? but he doesn't have any, he doesn't have anything, I mean, you said yourself, we picked up a strategy where you, where you could kill yeah. the first couple of bosses, <laughs> yeah. and you'll see something for the fourth boss as well, uh, where you can use like a special kick, using the punch and kick buttons, and just like, just tear them it's apart. It's basically like a football punt. Yeah, and I mean, you, you couldn't you just do sit that. there and just football punt them to death. Yeah, basically. I mean, if you're going to use the elbow on Double Dragon, fair enough, okay, but if you were like using, like if you played Street Rage 2, and you were trying to do that on some of the later bosses on some of the harder modes you wouldn't have a chance um in fact the third boss was the first one who broke the mold a bit you know and that was vulcan yeah and uh, mainly because he um i'll set the mark i says i'll definitely remember there being a guy who could fly around a bit like streets jet you know and sure enough there was this vulcan guy and um he did break the mold because you could you could barely get anywhere near him because he had electric powers as well a bit like uh dot is it was it dalton or out of a uh, violent storm was he called dalton again or um yeah, the guy's name. He had electric powers about me. Oh yes, aye. I, aye, and um, he and this guy was a bit the same as that. So maybe they've taken some inspiration there. But it was interesting to know that you couldn't really get near him. But there's loads of like barrels in the area, so you have to chuck barrels. In fact, it reminds us more of like a Super Mario Brothers, uh, Mario sixty four boss. Yeah, you know, and that yeah, chuck four or five barrels off his head and that killed him. So, but it was a nice little uh, refreshing take on what we just fought and then we fought Dr Zeng the final boss <laughs> well Mark sorry I mean what you see in there is all Mark uh, for that first half of his energy bar yeah, will be so nowhere please do watch that video, you know yeah, um, you just tell you just tell you tore him apart mate basically you I, I, apart. You, I, the thing is the first two enemy the first two bosses right you can literally kill them by just kicking them in the balls over and over again Okay, with this, this, and he uh, make, it's a noise he makes. He, the thing is, you would make that noise in real life. I think you would make that noise if you were getting repeatedly kicked <laughs> in the bollocks. You'd be squealing like a pig. Uh, well, he, like, is that your vomiting, one? But like, uh, uh, to me, it was a. Uh, I mean, again, uh, we've got to use Street to Rage games as analogies and Final Fight games. We'll, we'll talk about Mr. X for a second, or a Street to Rage 2 version. Um, 
I mean, it's generally quite easy in Street Rage 2 if you play Mr. X on an early mode, but if you're playing on, say, hard, maybe I could push, definitely hardest and definitely Mania, yeah. he will kick the shit out of you. And he has two moves. He has two moves. And although the like, getting shot is more of an annoyance, when he charges and whacks you with the gun, you lose like half a bar. And there's no real way to sort of like cheese your way out with that. I mean, he will stitch you up good and proper. Yeah. And there's there's our boy here. He just totally tore this final boss apart. I, I ran up to him, grabbed him and just kept slapping him around the face until more than half his energy was I think, gone. Again, because I don't want this to turn into any sort of like rip on a game that we obviously clearly do like. I mean, I, there might be one or two exceptions in our podcasts, but at the moment in time, at this moment in time, we've generally stuck with games that we've either had some nostalgia for or liked or still like and i personally do like fighting force yeah but i felt like and i felt general presentation was good but um excuse me the presentation with the bosses i was saying to mark like there's no sort of uh fanfare i mean you'll get like damned will break out of the the door in final fight one barbons he strips off his, his his bartender gear and he fights you. Yeah. And 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 when you kill them, they'll either fall in slow motion or they'll they'll have a little writhe around on the floor and it's great. There's I nothing is there. No, the bosses in in fighting force, you, you don't even know you kill them. They just flash a couple of times and disappear. And sometimes you don't even realize you're fighting the boss. I mean, even Zeng, Zeng just sort of like came running on, didn't he? Yeah, there was floor, no like dialogue or anything. Yeah, you'd, you'd no expect like a bit of um, bit of war, just a bit of war banter, right? How they're going to kill know. each other and stuff like that, and then like a big final fight. And it, it, yeah, he just came running over. I ran over to him, and grabbed him, and grabbed him and the <laughs> for, for full thirty seconds, and took off his ball off. And it was like you know. So I mean, a bit disappointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, again, you've contextual twenty five years ago, you know, and it's still an early three D beat up. Yeah. Um, nineteen ninety seven, remember, and um, although there was one or two games that came out around about the same time, Perfect Weapon being one of them, which fared very poorly. Uh, I can't remember I, that one. That, if I remember that right, that uses static backgrounds like Resident Evil One and Two. So right now, and obviously, and I mean, not to divert, digress too much, but we've got to mention the absolute nadir of three um, D beat 'em ups, which is Crow, the City of Angels. Crow, City got of to Angels, mention yeah. that quick because Fighting Force is definitely not in that league at all. You know, it is a fun game; it's enjoyable. Definitely started to wear out its welcome a bit after half an hour. Like we've already agreed, all the two D beat 'em ups do as well. But Crow, City of Angels. Um, well, just 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 try and play it for five minutes, basically. You know how to exactly, like definitely how not to do a three D beat them up. You know. The um, speaking of that last boss, Doctor Zeng, I, I've got a note on here, and I took it off. I think it was off the um, again the the fandom wiki page. Apparently, Doctor Zeng was inspired by the Heaven's Gate cult, which is interesting. Uh, obviously, read up on those if you want to. Um, hopefully we'll not get uh, I don't see the connection no. <laughs> well it depends on your reading up I mean he didn't kill himself at the end definitely so there's no, not he, that he's uh, mind you saying that though maybe he did because he did walk right into your knee for 30 seconds so well he's, he's sat there and let us definitely isn't how Marshall seconds, Applewhite yeah. took himself out but um, unless all I can think is his idea was that he wanted to go to the take a spaceship to heaven which is what Heaven's Gate was all about they wanted to take, they wanted to take all the followers to the stars so by doing that you were meant to um, off yourself by Sadly. drinking the Kool Aid. But well, it was different. But yeah, similar. different, yeah. But, but similar. But, but the, the the analogies there, like. But yeah, the um, I think there wasn't a lot of inspiration really for for like the bosses or like the the general enemies. Like I say, <clears throat> I think I think its biggest merit, Fighting Force's biggest merit, is the fact that it it does a good job of of transitioning from two D to three D. Aye. Um, you know, the game, there's a lot of destructibles and all that. There's yeah, a lot of environmental destructibles. Yeah, so, so, so a lot, a, a lot of the environment, I mean, satisfying. every level, there's like things where you can grab 
and rip them, you know, like a barrier, you'll be able to tear because a piece off a barrier and turn time, it into a weapon. Every time, mate, I'm kicking a car apart, it feels like, uh, yeah. oh, my car, you know, oh, <laughs> my car. But yeah. yeah, yeah. so you smash all the cars. The tyres typically fall off, as they do in real life when you break a car. Um, mm. And you can pick them up and throw them at enemies and, you know, they do quite a lot of damage. Yeah. Um, so that, that actually, speaking of that, that uh, third boss with the electric. Vulcan. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the only way to kill him, from what we figured out anyway, is that you've got to pick the barrels up in the background. Now, yeah. It's not instantly obvious, but you realise after about five seconds that suddenly there's about 50 more barrels in that it area was, it was than there were previously. Is 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 a, a conundrum for you, which I'll, I'll challenge you to try, just to, just to wind you up, mate, I'm sorry, but I want you to try and get up to him right, and use up all the barrels <laughs> and see if you can still kill him. I wonder if they spawn more in. Ah, they must not, do. You might be a check on a walkthrough, actually, mate. Sorry, sorry to be cruel. If I can get hold of him, I'll just knee him in the balls repeatedly again. I don't think... Well, no, just to let him kick your, your knees while he, or his own <laughs> balls, possibly in the process. But, you know, I don't know. It was nasty. But uh, um, the thing for, with... How much damage did one barrel do to him, though? About 25%. At least, uh, I, I think uh, one, killed him with that four barrels. I, I hit him with the second one, I think, and it looked like it did about 40% damage. Aye. And you slung the last one at him, I think. So I was slung... We both slung a barrel each, and then he just flashed and disappeared. Flat, yep, he didn't exactly. even fall over. I mean, this guy didn't even have to give us the courtesy of falling on the floor. And never mind twitching and doing a like a, a whole death. Death was like you'd at least got off damned on final fight. You know, <laughs> I mean, Christ, one. It was. On. It was just a just a. Or sort of, sort of. He was just snuffed out, wasn't he? Yeah, just out like, of existence, like which that. could be something to do with the the heavens cult, the heavens gate <laughs> cult. Maybe that's the that's where it comes from. Right, maybe yeah, yeah, maybe. But um, I think um, there's not not much more to say. But do you know what we need to do here? Go into some more recommended games that that you could play. Well, if you want a solid three D experience. Well, I can. I de- well, I tell you what it is right. Um, I tell you what, why don't we put a few a few games out there that we both know three D yeah. only three. Obviously, we've got to be strictly three D and let people give people a quick idea of if they like them or not. I mean, I'll I'll I'll, I'll give three. Now, I've just mentioned Soul Fighter, right, as being a bad game. Now, it's not a great game. If you, It's a Dreamcast exclusive. Um, it, it Again, it suffers a little bit from Fighting Forces problem, but to some further degree, and that's only one player, which doesn't help. Uh, one less character to choose from. But there is, there's a playable game there, but if you do check out Soul Fighter, there's two very different game modes. It's and The games themselves aren't different. It's just the way the modes handle themselves. I mean, if you play, I believe it's called the Adventure Mode, you're expected to get through the game on one life without, bear in mind, we've well, just been talking about Fighting Force yeah. the PlayStation version, though, but one life. So one life with no continues. Um, I believe it's no saves as well. And Jesus. this takes about six hours. That's, I, I know that's this. a lot to ask I know, Yeah, I know this because it also comes with an arcade mode, which is the exact same game. But you get to save your, your position. And there's a fortunately there's a cheat, there's an invincibility cheat in Where you get to save your position in the arcade mode. It's it could be the other way around. Uh, I, I could have the way around for so, yeah. a long, long time. But you can you can save the position in one mode and you can't in the other. So if you if you get if you die, you can obviously start further back. But uh, so it might be the arcade mode that you can't, but how the hell would you play a uh, a fighting like a beat them up for sit like five, six hours straight? Because I have played through the whole game, like not in one sitting, but uh, over several sittings and it yeah. takes about that length of time so although i won't really recommend it i'll say if you're interested in this type of game it's maybe not the very worst um now a better game is its technical prequel bear in mind these two games are by a company called funsoft french maker um 
they, they they've made quite a few of the games like Burning Road and Explosive Racing as well. Oh, I am uh, they, they which are quite good, quite good uh, Ridge Racer clones. But um, the sort of prequel to uh, Soul Fight was called Legend. That also has a game called Legend on the Super Nintendo, but I'll knock into that. But the uh, the game Legend on the PlayStation One came out as a European only exclusive, so that might interest some of the American uh, listeners out there. If you do, just in case you you want to collect these these games, and I've told Marcus it's really good. It's it has elements of um, Soul Fighter in there again. It's a it's a pretty, it's an earlier game by one year, but it's just done better. It's got these cool infinite combos, which probably shouldn't work the way they do. But it just makes the game very satisfying, and personally, I, f- I felt a little bit more fun than, than Fighting Force to play, and it can complete in under an hour as well. But again, it's a three D fighter with three selectable characters to play, so it's got one over Soul Fighter there already. Um, obviously, I'll, we've got Dynamite Decker as well, Mark. Yeah, so the, I mean, the, it's the pinnacle. Well, you, you've got Die Hard Arcade, obviously. Um, Did you mentioned one as well earlier when we we're talking? Yeah, Devil Classic. Fist. Yeah. Um, so I mean, quickly, Di- Dynamite Decker. Yeah. Um, does f- feel Faster than Fighting Force, especially the PlayStation. It's version. an arcade base game, though. Yeah. I, I love them <coughs> cutscenes. Actually, I, I love the QEs. They work. Yeah. They quite work. The um, it feels more in line with what Fighting Force sixty four felt like, a little bit quicker yeah. and more fluent. You know. But uh, have you noticed as well though, with uh, Decker that what you do is instead of having a an environment and then fighting about twenty or thirty blocks, you tend to have a very small area, yeah. take on a handful of bodies, move to another area. I think that was another one of Fighting Force's problems in that. You know, I said this to you earlier as well that you you move to an area, and it's like basically an arena area, so it'll block itself off basically. Yeah. While about twenty or twenty blocks will swarm you in groups of three or four, so you're stuck in that area for about five minutes. Yeah. Where Decker, uh, obviously, when I said Decker, I mean Die Hard Arcade. Arcade. It um it allows uh, it has a better flow. The flow is better. It is. It's yeah, quicker. Because yeah. a smaller group of enemies in a more and more movement, and I and again normally QTEs we hate them normally, but for some reason. Because they're not obtrusive, like too ob- obtrusive. Is that the right word I'm using? I think the the don't spoil the the, the game flow too they much. The don't. You just. I think it, it helps you if you get your roots, doesn't it? So if yeah, you, you, you get, get a different route. It doesn't. Yeah, they're never negative. Achieve, really, other. If you achieve, you get like a better route than you would if you don't. Fail they help your medals like as well. Yeah, and that, you, yeah, you, similar. Like overall yeah. achievements. Um, don't forget an all. Um, obviously, dynamite Go. cop. Sequel to that one, aye. Um, yeah, and then aye. Asian Dynamite as well. Yeah, on the, I think it's Naomi Hardware in the arcade. So they they're all good beat ups to try if you're into your 3D stuff. A game I've always wanted to try but haven't, and a game by Core is Ninja uh, Ninja uh, Legacy of Darkness, I believe it's called. Now it's a single player uh, only, and you only have one character, but it looks quite cool. And I mean, some people obviously love that Asian theme anyway. Um, so I mean, it's not exactly Ninja Gaiden. Um, it is a it, it's a three D beat 'em up in the in the the guy in the style of Fighting Force, but just maybe for trying a different uh, a different aesthetic, like a different sort of um, environment. And that, but also again, like Fighting Force, it got it got like middling to good reviews. So although I've never played it, I'd say it, if it's in the sixties or seventies, and you like that type of game, it's worth giving it a shot. And it, it's yeah, not absolutely, a, that, yeah. that wouldn't make it a bad game, even if it wasn't a well, great game. I mean, it's it's a just above average um, yeah. beat 'em up, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of what you expect. Um, God Hand, on yeah, the other hand, a well received game, I <laughs> very well received game. Who was that? Who released that? Was it Square who released God Hand? I, actually, well, let's have a look. Square did the bouncer, didn't it? That's why right, I that on yeah, PS2. Bouncer, man, yeah. God Hand was a PS2 game. It's it came out around about 2002 or something like well, that. 
The thing is, I've Glenn's never played it. I've never played Godhand, but with, it's Clover Studios, and also by Capcom. Capcom. So there you go. But uh, in two, what was it? Yeah, uh, it was. It was in two thousand six. Two thousand six. Quite late. Quite a late release for the machine when the PS three would have been out as well. It's a. It's a very. It feels like Devil May Cry, but a lot more beat them up. Um, so like a lot more grounded beat them up. You haven't got guns shooting people and beating people up at the same time and juggling everything in the air. It's uh, but there's a. It's quite a in-depth combat system, and it's fun. It doesn't take itself well, too seriously as it, well. I tell you what it is, since we're only half an hour into the podcast, right, and we don't want it to be too short, just let's spend a few minutes just talking about how we feel the difference between, say, uh, a game like Fighting Force compared to, say, God of War or Devil May Cry, because there's still... Devil uh, God of War, for me, is, has like a massive amount of beat-em-up elements in it, but about 40% of the it, game is still puzzles, and yeah. but the combat system... There's overlap there. Do you not feel that? Do you get that vibe somehow? I do. Can, but you, can, I, can you consider them two separate genres still? I kind of do, Aye. yeah, I'll, if I'm honest, yeah. It, a bit strange. So you go back to 2D here, you've opened up a good can of worms here, actually. I know, I want to do actually. So you, you compare something like Golden Axe and Final Fight. For me, they're both beat-em-ups, although yeah. Golden Axe plays, it feels like it plays a hell of a lot different to Final Fight, okay? But because you walk along in a 2D line, Fighting multiple and people, and there's no at once. puzzles generally, you no just puzzles fight or anything like yeah. that. You know, barely, fairly flat levels. I know Golden Axe has got some elevations and that, but they're both considered beat em ups, right? Full stop. But then you talk about, like, like you say, this game, um, Fighting Force versus God of War. Yeah, it for me, God of War's it doesn't feel like a beat em up as such. No, I um, know what you mean. I know it's. For me, the um, the newer God of War, like this generation of God of War and last gen, feels more like a beat em up yeah. than the old ones because you've, you're in closer to the action, third person, over the shoulder. Um, so you couldn't look at, say, a game like Fighting Force and say it's it's a God of War game but without the puzzles out. I mean, I know, again, it's not the best, the best, best comparison. There's other comparisons. I'm going to use a good one in a second, which I think you will like because uh, you like this game that I'm going to mention. You like that a lot. But I did want to see, because these are two extremes, in my opinion, right. having a game like Fighting Force being a pure beat-em-up compared to, say, God of War or Devil May Cry, because obviously the the um, the uh, the mechanics are similar, you know. But a game where it's not just about fighting, but fighting is a big part of the game. But a game I think we can more comfortably use, because obviously at the time of its release it was referred to as Goddess of War, Heavenly Sword. Uh, yeah. Because I know that was a game that was obviously heavily combat influenced, but with a small degree of small God of War, yeah, yeah, uh, and with a, some degree of puzzle solving, but maybe blurring the lines a bit more between, say, a game like Fighting Force and God of War, so coming in the middle you know, somewhere. Maybe. That, that game, I would, I would love to cover that one. Why do we do that? I, one I need a good six that. hours to finish we'll, it again. We've both played through that now, though. We've both played through. It's got trophy uh, support now, and no. all. I would love to go back and get the trophies for that game. It was brilliant. What a fantastic game! If you've never played um, Heavenly Sword. On the PlayStation 3. You'd be picking up a five pence now, Zone, if you actually pick up a physical I've copy. A copy over here, actually. I can see it. It's there. Um, yeah, I've still got a copy. But um, that was a brilliant game. It, it does, it plays very much like God of War. Um, I love the different... The, the different systems of the of the colour the colour system where yeah, yeah. two different types you'd have to be a bit more wary you couldn't just mash buttons like we've been doing well, the they day did, they did similar didn't they copy that for Golden Axe Beast Rider I believe they did um, and I didn't hear that game I was going to mention that one it was I didn't right. hear that I mean I again, that was, it, like. but that's more pure combat winners so that is more pure yeah. combat and you puzzle solving but it, I think I think Beast Rider's main problems were people going in expecting a game where you could play as all the characters 
pardon me, you could play multiplayer and that, and it wasn't that. But I've played a bit of the game, and I wouldn't call it a terrible game, as much as it's got terrible reviews. I think um, I don't. I think it's sort of set out to do what it meant to do within some reason. So I feel a bit gutted that Beast Rider actually ended up being considered a failure. Because uh, I don't think it actually is as a game. I wish I'd put more time into it. I think it just came at a time when I had too many games um, and I didn't put enough time in and I give up on it pretty quick. But it, <clears throat> just pull, pulling this, just to pull this little bit here to an end, yeah. I think, I know it, it probably sounds stupid and backwards, but beat em ups to me are beat em ups like what we know and, and fight and force too, you know. And I think. You know, ever since the 2000s, like mid-2000s, what you would consider now a beat-em-up isn't what I would consider a beat-em-up anymore. No. I, I, I mean, everybody else considers it a beat-em-up. You know, for any publications, they'll consider it a beat-em-up. You know, all of the uh, review sites out there, they'll call, like, God of War beat-em-up and stuff. Do you not think as it well? It feels though, different, you know? They've blurred the lines from, like, the early 80s. So, I mean, you go back to Kung Fu Master, yeah. that would be considered a beat-em-up. And it's like, I wouldn't See, put Kung not Fu Master... No, I wouldn't put Kung Fu Master in the same... Uh, genre is Double Dragon or you know or Renegade uh, you just don't they, they, they have too different of a feel I mean it's more than just being on a single plane as opposed to just being able to move up and down Yeah. so although it's not exactly the same analogy as having like a, a God of War compared to Fighting Force it's still that same sort of like we've got two games that you hit each other you hit people in you just go and hit people in yeah. but they're different enough you know and they're both not puzzle games I mean there's no puzzle elements either though so it's not like it's um Fist Two or a classic computer game, Fist Two. So yeah. might know, you know, or uh, you know, say like a Kung Fu Kid on the Master System or something. You're not, you're not going into that territory. Well, he, he's a good one. <clears throat> Warriors of Fate, that's a beat 'em up by Capcom, the arcade game. Well, I was going to use do, clear beat 'em up, well, yeah. But the one before Warriors of Fate, what was that again? Well, um, Dynasty Wars. Dynasty Wars is that's uh, a yeah. single hit game. It's, it's closer hit. to what King of Dragons was, but then I know King you're, you're saying you could say it's closer to Vigilante or it's closer to yeah. uh, Kung Fu Master because even though you're on planes, you're moving on planes, you're hitting each other, you're hitting enemies one time, single bosses hit, and that, and mid bosses. So that does make a lot of sense. But that's why there's always been some blurring in the genre, um, you know. And it's just uh, it needs its own genre. Hit them once, genre, aye. instead of beat them <laughs> up or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could work. Could but work. yeah, no, it's it's just. Maybe because I, because I am old school and I'm an old fart, I, I struggle to consider, like, you know, God of War, like the PS2 um, God of War, um, like a true beat-em-up as such. They're good games. I enjoy them. Nothing wrong with them at all. Um, probably, you know, we'll be covering them at some point, especially the new one. Um, but, yeah, I just it's not in the same meld as, like... Um, the old style beat em ups. Do you know what it is which not? I include fighting. I have a in. feeling. I have a feeling that it it might it's not even gameplay related, but just having like story in game and having cut scenes and having words, just having a little bit of dialogue with characters, whether it's spoken or it's just text, does change the how you you perceive the game a bit. Yeah. So we've just played Fighting Forces here, and Fighting Force had no in game dialogue or, or true cut scenes at all. It was a little a bit of. of uh, in engine. Cut yeah, it had scenes, a couple yeah. of in engine scenes in there, but mainly just transitions between levels or even just like enemy helicopters coming in and uh, jet skis and whatnot and everything else. But like having a game uh, like God of War or even like another beat em up similar, but having those cutscenes like Heavenly Sword. Like, see, I remember Heavenly Sword as being more really, of a beat them really up. Good. Um, cutscenes. Uh, I don't remember much. There was I remember a few little puzzle elements in that game, but a lot of it was about its 
combat and it's and there was dialogue between like mainly bosses but it made that's what i think for me personally what made that particular game feel closer to a god of war than to like i say a, a dynamite decker or a, or a, a soul fighter or a, or a um or fighting force i think i would consider them just an action game which is what the generalizer has, isn't it? Yeah, but how many game. games can you put in that genre? It's just like every game. Will I, be I mentioned it a few weeks ago on the podcast that Marlowe Briggs and the Mask of Death, which is basically a, a God of War clone. Um, yeah, you know, it's an action uh, game. It's a three D action game, um, third person. Uh, that that's that's the only way to really label them because there are. I mean, I suppose in, in that in that sense. Well, no, I was going to say you could say like maybe Gears of War, not, but that's a cover shooter. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I think be, when guns are not involved, twat, yeah, it makes it hard to um, I, th- <laughs> I think we can usually just separate them out when if you're not a gun based game. See, this is why eventually we'll probably mention Fighting Force Two one day. Well, we'll mention Fighting sh- Force Two at the end. Yeah, you know, we'll probably should, but I will. I will do one quick shout out before we move on, and that'll be um, if you do love God of War and you've played all the God of Wars, you definitely need to check out Dante's Inferno. Oh, it's yes. a complete wow. rip off. Um, it's probably not as good as God of War two, and maybe not three, it's but it's list, great, uh, and it should be, and it's yeah. cheap. You'll be able to pick it up for ten pence now. So grab a copy, please. I think you can. Um, I think you can get it Download on the EA, EA subscription, whatever it's called. I can't remember. They charge about ten quid or so, aren't they? No, no, it's free to play. It? If you, oh, right. yeah, the EA subscription thing, I think that's twenty pound a month, or it's included with. Um, Xbox Game Pass. Steffi, worth checking out that um, one. Oh, that was a great game. I loved that. I've completed that and enjoyed every minute. So no regrets. Like proper, from the guys who made Dead Space, by the way. Proper freak years out and whatnot. Yeah, uh, the babies and that. Aye, whoa. Yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah. So <clears throat> just um, back to fighting force. I mean, <clears throat> I would say largely uh, they've done a really good job on the system itself and, and how it plays and everything. Yeah. Like I say, Mechanically, you, it's good because we've just talked about yeah. like, tracking and that, which can be a massive problem with 3D uh, beating, beating ups and fighting games, obviously, where you've got multiple characters, like a Power Stone type environment or wrestling games. But I think it, um, it, it, do, it feels like an early PlayStation 1 game, even though it's not, it's like kind of mid-gen. Like, mid-gen, yeah. Um, more in the fact that it's like, it feels uninspired. Like, you, you know, your enemy names are just boring. The enemies themselves are pretty bland. Um, yeah, and I think it's it's probably deliberate. I mean, you know, they want you the, the bosses to stand out a bit more, and they didn't put the that much in the as bosses' well, really eyes. Though. So I think at least by making the enemies very generic. I mean, you've even, you've just got like this security guards and, and guys in suits for the first level. Wasn't it? it was just all guys in suits. There's a. I mean, it sums it up with the, the names themselves. There's a guy called Dude. He's called Dude. Maybe he's just cool just enough to call himself dude. dude, no? But, uh, <laughs> they could have at least called him Cool Dude. <laughs> well, the main character Smasher, he's got a, this guy called Basher. No, oh, so. and Flasher. Nasher. No, I thought there's no Flasher. That's oh, probably yeah. trademarked to the American version of Final Fight. <laughs> uh, oh, well, Metal Fist will have Flasher in that game. Yeah, that, that's cool. That's what they should have called that guy with the electric fist. They've missed a trick there, haven't they? The, the fist at the end of uh, the final enemies that were kicking the shit out of us. They should have called him Electro Fist or something. That's a, That probably should be a Marvel character. Oh, Electro Eye. But, um, yeah, Glenn mentioned Fighting Force 2 as well. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, Fighting Force 2 did release, I think it was 1999. It got released in the same way that things you don't like inside you get released. But like Yeah, that. like dropping your kids off at the pool kind of released. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, it came out in 1999 for the PlayStation and Dreamcast Probably the PC as well. I've heard by the way the Dreamcast version is even worse because it doesn't really improve on the quality of the graphics, not all the PS1. Well, I've played the Dreamcast version. 
but I don't think I've played the PlayStation version. And what I can say is, instead of going back into genres again here, instead of a, a beat em up, what I've essentially went for is like an action stealth game. Um, so you 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 kind of so one of the worst push. genres out there. They want to turn into a genre itself. Are you know, like people hate stealth segments in these games, like self segment filler and yeah. Metal Gear. You know, well, Metal Gear is stealth, and that's great. You know, mm. it works. It's just, uh, Cell, the early ones, their stealth worked. But this is like um, this game fails completely in everything it was trying to do. I mean, it didn't play any well, anywhere good with a beat 'em up. It wasn't very good at stealth elements. It felt like the mechanics were broken. The graphics were pretty laughable for the Dreamcast because we player. all know the Dreamcast was amazing. It's a single player sequel to a game that had two player in it, and it's got yeah. one character. I it's mean, the worst kind of sequel. I, They've changed the format completely to a format that nobody really wants, yeah. especially if you're going to do yeah. it wrong. Even Double Dragon 3 had three player, you know what I mean? Oh, Jesus, you know? don't ever talk about that. Ed, we're going to do sure. a podcast one day, Mark. We've got to eat. Uh, well, uh, we're going to do a good cop, bad cop, <laughs> and I'll be, be great, bad like, cop. I, and I'll cut your microphone I'll, off. I will, praise, I will praise some parts of the arcade game. Like. I, I'll, but I'll not, just make sure to turn your volume down when it happens. We'll read what we say, though. It is it's a sequel that seemed to fail on every level that it shouldn't have. It I mean, did, mate. Some, some sequels aren't as good as the original game mm. because they change some stuff. Because and it, I, I don't personally have a problem with the developer and publisher trying to change things for the better and failing in it because you can see they're trying. But this looks like it took all the steps back in... And, like why would you like it could have been a different game it could have been a different game altogether and they've just rebranded it as Fighting Force 2 at the last minute that's to what try I and tie like. it in with a game that was reasonably popular that's what it well felt received. like but I, I haven't seen any evidence out there to suggest that yeah there's been but, nothing mentioned but that's what it's just it definitely feels on my like part. Um, but I, I remember trying to put quite a bit of time into it um, I, I bought it paid for it I mean admittedly when I got my Dreamcast it was when it was like 50 quid or something in game when they were dying out you know Sega had declared they were no longer making games for it. was one of the best consoles out there. I, I, yeah. I picked it up. It was £99 I picked it up for. And I remember getting it home. I was so excited. And when I got it home, I was blown away by how good it was. I didn't have a PlayStation 2 yet. Um, and, mate, what a console. You know, I'd love to own one again now, actually. Well, as I said, they're so versatile now. Though, with yeah. all, these, uh, <clears throat> all the apps and that and the games you can what, for what ruined the Dreamcast for me was the fact that I got given a ton of um, CDs for it, and obviously it had no copy protection. Aye. So instead of playing games, I just spent my life trying games, mm-hmm. basically, which is terrible when you do that. But um, Fighting Force 2 was one of the games I actually bought and paid for, and um, I, I tried, I really tried. But I it remember, feels like a spin-off of Fighting Force 1, like it should be a spin-off and not a true sequel. Yeah. Like the same way that Death by Degrees is, is a Tekken spin-off and that. You know, and you've got your Mortal Kombat spin-offs like Shaolin Monks and um, uh, well, Shaolin Monks is generally well received, but you know, like uh, what was the one with Jackson that you know, we talked about like special forces, special that, you know. So you know, and that's where I, I got the vibe with uh, Fighting Force Two, you know. So the the only way it felt connected was because you had Hawk Manson in it. Is it Manson or Mason? Man- Mason I've got Manson written down. I'm going to go uh, with Manson. Both, I think I think I've seen both spellings now. Charles one, Manson. Of, that's that's the link. Maybe, but they've got the they've got the family one, you know, <laughs> the Heaven's Gate link. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! I fucked that one up. But um, no, the only uh, the only link I could see was. Other than the words "fighting force" in the title and Hawk Manson in the game, um, and yeah, for me it was an absolute failure. I should have looked up the review scores for it before we um, did the podcast because I bet you it's like one or two out of ten on Metacritic or something. It's like that. got some poor reviews. I have seen some very very dire well reviews of Fighting Force me. Two, like both versions. 
um, you know, which is a, it's a shame at the end of the day. It's still a product, and that you know, and you hate to see. But obviously, that killed any chances of a fighting force three, which was mentioned at some point. I've heard the it name. It was mentioned, yeah. About, but um, it's never happened for now. original Xbox and PS two. It would have been cool if it says, "Right, let's scratch what we did the second one, turn it back into a massive four player uh, multiplayer brawl with ten different characters you can choose from and some great variety." And <clears throat> Doctor Zeng's back, but now he's like. Big well, and batter and doesn't get needing the balls for 30 seconds and all this crap, you know. I mean, it, it could have worked. In, in about 20 minutes' time, you'll be seeing the credits roll on the PlayStation game on this video. And at the at the end, it comes up with the end, question mark, question mark. So they clearly had plans to bring Dr. Zeng back. Yeah. Um, well, is he not, not in the same one? I don't. I was just about to say, I'm not sure if he's into right. or not. I would have thought he is. But I, I know you're fighting some weird, like, lab. Monkey figures well, that's it. The blokes look more. Every every part of Fighting Force Two I've seen looks like they're all fighting in lab, laboratories, in, in factories, and that. It, it doesn't. It doesn't seem to be any sort of outside areas, and it looks like you're just moving about, and then taking on sort of, um, well, the type of guys you fight in level four. The cryo tube enemies. Yeah, are. you know, like uh, called cryo. <laughs> oh, yeah, mind you, we've just got to mention this one game and all before we go, and that is, uh, well, sorry, before we go, before we move on, uh, another good. I can't believe we missed this one, Marcus. We missed, um, oh man, what is the House of the Dead beat up called? Oh, uh, Zombie Revenge. Zombie Revenge. Yeah, but, Dreamcast. Right, just to, just that definitely put that out there, the fact that that's a great game and can't believe we missed that one. But probably the pinnacle <clears throat> of the Sega uh, 3D beat up games. I'll be honest, mate, I, pref- I, I prefer Dynamite Cop to Zombie Revenge. <clears throat> um, hard to see why. I, I think it just I played plays, a bit of it. plays better. Dynamite uh, I played Cop, a bit of it. Me. I played a bit and I liked it. Like <coughs> I like Dynamite Cop's quirkiness and all where you pick up like umbrellas and kill people from stuff like yeah, that. You can, uh, and yeah, you've got loads of different daft weapons in there. The enemies Asian are Asian Dynamite though. goes even further. You pick up outfits and for every different outfit you wear you've got a different set of moves. But don't they remake the bosses as well? Uh, like, so you have like. an original boss that might be an octopus or something and now you've got something that's turned uh, into so, like... So, when Glenn says remake sorry to bring back this but yeah Die Hard Arcade um, dynamite. Uh, sorry, Asian Dynamite. It's either Die Hard Arcade or Dynamite Cop. Asian Dynamite is a remake of one of those games. It's a remake of the first but, one, I but believe. But they've, they've proper screwed with it to the point where it's almost like Space Invaders '95 to the original Space Invaders, yeah. where everything's like spoofed. Basically, it's, it's uncanny, it's isn't it? It turns it, it's deliberate uncanny valley, like almost like a, a, a <clears throat> yeah, like a satire of the first one. Yeah, it, exactly. It's a satirical version of the first game, and the um, first one wasn't but, too serious, was it? Nah, no, but it plays really good, really good. If you um, if you're into emulation, or you like spending lots of amount of money on the arcade PCBs, systems, yeah, right. yeah, you could pick it up for. I think I'm sure it's a Naomi system. It's out for. Yeah, it would make it's sense. Like, it's China money, I think. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. I believe it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one one other honourable mention from me actually, um, Tekken Three, the um, the yeah, Tekken Force. beat 'em up section, Tekken Force, Tekken Force yeah, that was actually yeah. quite good. Well, the big boss is Doctor Boskonovich, I think, and he's the final character. You yeah. fight, you fight a different main character at the end of all three I don't levels. Think I finished it, um, um, but, but you unlock him. Far. I think that's how you unlock him in that game. So you have to play a Tekken Force to beat them. Or maybe I um, did do it then. And I remember all the main. You fight like these mooks, and I think they all look the same, but they're different colours, and they're just named after different Aren't birds or something. No, they've got the like named after like the bird and oh, eagle yes, or something and yeah. hawk or whatnot. And you, you pick and they up get a, tougher and tougher. You pick up a chicken and get chicken. I mean, it's it, it's simple, it's simple, it's, but it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a tacked on mode on a main game. So it's like to have a bit of fun with that and be enjoying it, even if you don't play it more than twice. You're like, well, that was a kind of little bit of nice extra content for your forty quid, you know. They chucked in there. Balling and everything in the third one, it was yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Really, really uh, complete package that wasn't it. Unbelievable. But um. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, we're at 52 minutes, mate. We've got about an hour and um, 10 minutes of gameplay, so I might just leave the video running for YouTube so it's a long play, basically. Yeah. Um, we did cheat, like Glenn said, but we needed to. Um, so, sorry. We wanted to say the full sorry, game, not basically, <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, you exactly. You have to the that ball kicking for 30 seconds. So, <laughs> you've got to watch. Right. Just wind at the end that if you don't like the rest of it. Yeah, go, go to the last five minutes and you'll see us take down Dr. Zeng with minimal effort. Yeah. But, um, we didn't do that back in the day. No, I don't remember us getting to do no, that. I, you just I, walked I, straight in your foot and knee. I couldn't remember that. you could. Well, I didn't know you could do that. I read it no. today when I was going on the fan. It might be something she's got. It must be only she's a bit broken, like, so that's how. No, no he, can, he can do it as well. Can um, I Hawk, Hawk can. All right. Hawk and Mace. My block is um, still there a lot. So yeah, you can just literally top punt people to death. Um, but it's um, her grab move and his, I think, as well. You, if you you can kind of like hit three times, four for her, and then if you change the move you're doing or you stop, but you keep holding, them, you can keep doing it indefinitely. As long as you you know like Streets of Rage where yeah. you pin somebody against the corner, yeah, yeah. punch them twice, back off, yeah. go back into them again. I was thinking of final fight as well. We grab final fight, like, yeah. Two knees, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's it, again. It falls into all the original beat 'em up tropes. Yeah, <laughs> it has its own, um, which is how it, you know, plays so well. But um, I think we should start wrapping it up, maybe yeah, some reviews. Quick review, um, yeah, quick review of it. I would. I was going to say let's recommend some games, but we've already we've mentioned like four or five. Yeah, it's some good, good, <clears throat> good names there. The um, for me, like I say, it it does what it set out to do very well. Um, it could have done with a little bit more spit and polish in terms of like the um, the graphics, the uh, definitely the music, the sounds passable. You know the punch sounds and everything. Yeah. Sound the sound decent. effects themselves. The music's terrible. Yeah, the music is, I mean, is just forgettable. You'd be better off. Uh, it's a shame it's not one of them games like Ridge Racer where you can um, you know boot the whole game Import up your and go CD, and put your own music yeah, in. Put your music straight in. Yeah, yeah you, I mean, you, I'm sure you could now. You could probably just rip your own tracks and especially yeah, the Eminem soundtrack. That would, that, would, that would suit it perfectly. But um, it does play well. I think the N64 version may play better, but I'm not going to claim that fully until I've played through it. Um, but I, I recommend you give it a shot, especially if you're into your old school beat-em-ups, you know, anything like Streets of Rage and things like that. Plus, there's that, there's that connection to Streets of Rage there. If you're a big Streets of Rage fan, you should definitely play it because it could have been Streets of Rage yeah. 4. In fact, <clears throat> speaking of, Glenn, do you remember... Um, Streets of Rage 4. Dreamcast. Aye, yes. Yeah. I it thought was, you might have I remember that, the yeah, video. I, I mean, bear in mind, the what I heard about this was, it, it's on YouTube, so you can see this, is that this was created directly by Yuzo Koshiro himself. Yeah. As in, I mean, I didn't realise at that time that he even had development uh, skills, but it, 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 it sounds like it was him. It says he developed it, so either he told someone to make it, or he did it himself, you know. But it is a demo, and it, it, show, it clearly shows Axel fighting a lot of... Uh, it's Doug's, yeah. isn't it? No, not Doug's, man, that's fine, right? It's uh, Donovan's. Donovan's, Fighting yeah. a group with Donovan's, and that this would have been a Dreamcast uh, Street Rage 4. So it would have been Japanese-made and also... It might have felt a bit more like Dying My Decker or... Um, uh, as I say, the, the House of the Dead. Uh, yeah. Beating beat up, you know what I mean? So, but again... It, it, there's nothing safe to come of that, and I don't think there's any playable material either. I think the only bit you'll get of this game, uh, this this user for zero led project, would be the footage that you see on YouTube. But it, again, it was something that was planned and just didn't get get too far. So did, did I mean look just well? Let's just spread this out a little bit here, right? Yeah, we'll get to the hour mark. <laughs> yeah, four minutes time. Um, so nineteen ninety six 
five, something like that, they would have probably started developing Fighting Force, you'd think, in agreement yeah. with Sega at that time. Definitely by early 96, I would say, right? So, so Streaks 4 would have been up by maybe up to two years by that point, like 18 months here. Streaks 3, I mean, sorry. Yeah, so if this Streaks 4 was indeed already on Sega's mind, the timing surely wouldn't work out. So I'm just well, trying to trying to do you know what dispel it is? Without, the first story. Without getting too... Without getting too deep into what could or couldn't have been, I personally am happy that it's not Street Rage Four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I'm not going to say it's a bad game, but it's a it's a UK made game as well. And again, that's definitely nothing against UK developers, but um, it 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 does. Yeah, obviously with this with the Sega name and the Sega uh, assets, I'm sure some of the uh, visuals would have changed a bit. You'd have probably had more closer. Character. Obviously, Hawk would have no doubt been uh, Axel. Yeah. Ben might have been uh, Max, Max and so on, and you know. But I mean, yeah. If it had played like the game that it plays like, it still plays. It is Mark. I agree with Mark saying it's got quite. It's got some good feel that's close to a two D big mob, but it still does play differently enough that to me, it's not a street to edge game. So. I'm quite happy that uh, Fighting Force ended up being a, a standalone game. I mean, obviously, we, we have a full Street to Edge 4 now. We've got the fantastic Street to Edge remake out there as well, which I believe, personally, surpasses Street 4, and I might get shot for this. But, you know, you've got some great classic 2D Street to Edge sequels and remakes out there uh, without this needing to be the Street to Edge 4 that some people thought it might be. Yeah. But, as Mark always says, well, because of Tamir's and history and this interesting... Uh, what could have been behind the making of uh, Fighting Force, it's just worth giving it a chance anyway. Like I says, I don't personally think it's a great game. I think it's a good game, a fairly solid game anyway. But um, and definitely not one of the not one of the worst of its kind for the time period. But I'm quite I'm quite happy that uh, we just had the trilogy as it was. Maybe maybe you are, maybe you're not. You know. No, I agree, mate. I agree fully. But um, yeah. So for me, um, I mean. Let's see it. It's a good package. I'm gonna gonna stick it with a seven and a half, mate. I think that's a fair score for this game. I think it's a good score for this game. Well, maybe slightly generous. I well, yeah, I think so personally. I mean, I I I, I did like it when I played it originally back in 1997 or eight or possibly 99, and I didn't didn't not enjoy what I've just played there now. But um, I mean, I definitely got I definitely was getting like uh, burnout after about 20, 20 minutes to half an hour. Obviously the That's because you played about half an hour before we started. Yeah, which I did. But, I mean, I felt myself using the same few moves. And I try and avoid blaming the game too much for this because, again, we did have an invincibility cheat on. But at the end of the day, you're going to use the moves that seem to work the best and kill the enemies the quickest. And I think I did. And... Um, and it says I, I was starting, my enjoyment was starting to wane a bit towards that's, the end. That's beat-em-ups in general, though, mate. I mean, yeah, but I, I just... You've got... If you look at, say, just Street Fighter 2, the variety of different stuff you can do... I don't Within know. Your Street Rage Two. If I'm playing as Axel, for example, I'll just punch, 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 and then do grand upper, and then that, uh, that does uh, the most damage. Uh, no, well, I'm gonna be a little bit uh, less lenient than Mark's time. I'm gonna give, uh, I'm gonna give Fighting Force a six and a half, which is yeah, it's more mediocre. Shitting all over my games, how dare you? Yeah, I've shit all over his games. Six and a half. It's not a terrible review. It's a game I'm not in a hurry to go back to, but um, uh, I, I'm pleased to have played it and enjoyed it in the time it is it's just uh it's it it's definitely not the worst of its genre at the time but it's also not the best in my opinion but a good solid game overall if you if you like beating ups in general or you want to know about the history of the street uh, player what could have been a further 
instalment in the straight to edge uh, series i'd definitely just give it a shot anyway you know possibly in fact give it give the n64 version a whirl instead because although i haven't played that one myself definitely Mark, plays you, a you've bit seen it is that. a bit better than it could be possibly i said the music and all i mean although mu- music does play such a big part in the game the when we've had those amazing soundtracks from the, the three street i know, I know, three, I know street three doesn't have the best soundtrack of many but i do like uh, quite a few of the tunes on there still they do get you into the vibe of the game but two is the best obviously and fighting force absolutely <coughs> does not have that at all you might as well be fighting in silence all i'll say so about the, the n64 version take what i've said with a pinch of salt because it's already based on early impressions so i've only paid about 20 minutes of the n64 version well i've so. I've looked into it a little bit in the past and in the past i say like when i say that, i mean over a decade ago and i don't remember ever reading in reviews that it was much better or much different than the original game it was getting similar reviews like fives and sixes yeah uh, in american magazines so i remember reading in agm which is american magazine for for those not american um, and I remember them. I think if I remember right, they gave it quite a lower review, probably because the game came out at least a year after the original. And I don't think it was much in the way of extra material. You know, like at that point, you you start to try, you start to want to expect like an extra level or maybe extra characters or just modes, just something to make it. A, especially when you've got the sixty-four prefix. They've definitely balanced it better by giving you lives instead of just relying on a continue. When the continue actually takes you back to the checkpoint, which is at the start of the bit you're doing, like the start of the stage, basically. Yeah. yeah. So it was nice of them to chuck in an extra couple of lives there, so you you can continue fighting from where you die, basically. You know. Yeah. But it's see, I mean, my last review personally, I don't like the shit on any game, you know. And I'd like to think every game that we do who uh, do here, maybe apart from. Uh, one or two, which we'll obviously get to in the future. <laughs> but generally speaking, you know, our reviews don't differ too much because the games that were either loved or at least liked, you know, or have some fond memories of. And so for for me, Fighting Force is one of those games where I don't I didn't love it. I didn't I didn't specifically like it, but I have some fond memories of. So and no, I'll, leave, think, I'll leave my review there. I think that's fair enough, mate, I do. But um so yeah, I think we'll wrap that up and bud. Um Champion. we're not far off from the the game time that was spent playing, so yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully right now we'll be hope killing Z- Doctor Zeng with some brutal uh, knees to the toe groin. punch yes, to, and knees to the groin, yeah, yeah cool man. But um, yeah, look, thank you for sticking with us and uh, listening to the full podcast. As always, you know, please give us a like, subscribe to the channel. Um, if you listen to this on Spotify or any other podcast, please um, you know, rate us, give us a. a, a bit of a review there because apparently it really does help with the algorithms um also you know please share any links we send out try to get the channel out to other people um that's us for now you yeah. guys have a, a great rest of your day weekend whatever it is and um, we'll catch you next time bye Thank for you now. very much take care bye now